20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some quinine. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be playing. Oh, 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 oh. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Swinging Around, the sex positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Danny. I'm Heidi. So, it feels like we haven't recorded in a little while. When was the last time? It's been a few weeks since we've recorded Swinging Around. We do Swinging Around once a month. That's so true. So, it's yeah, probably last, been three weeks. The last episode was um, Star Wars, so, of, of Talking Geek. Um, although, I, th- I think the last episode of Swinging Around was um, still geek-related. I think it was about um, Swing. Or, um, the comic book? Yeah, yeah, yeah about it, the comic book. So it was. The comic book review. So, what do we have for today? So we just rang in the new year with 2020, and you actually reminded me that 2010 was when we started swinging, which I hadn't even really really realized the year. So that means we have officially been swinging for a full decade. That's true. And that means every decade we'll be ringing in the new decade, along with ringing in another 10 years of swinging, (laughs) assuming we stay in it. So I wanted to take some time just to, to be reflective about some of the the last 10 years. I mean, a lot of people have been reflective over the last 10 years about things that have happened in, in the world and in the country and within themselves. And I thought, well, why not um, take this opportunity to do the same thing and, and be um, reflective about swinging and about our swinging journey a little bit? I don't want to get too far into history, but have some fun with this and think about how we've changed um, some of our most interesting things that have happened in the last decade, and what we think the next decade to come might might have in store for us. Yeah, that's a, it's a great it's a great idea. Um, yeah, and and one thing we didn't say is uh, welcome to 2020. Hope everybody had a good 2019. I said this on the Talking Geek episode. But I'm not sure if we how much crossover we have between Talking Geek and Swinging Around. So hopefully 2019 treated you well, and 2020. Um, it's starting off, starting off to be a, a good year. It's still pretty early, but hopefully it's a good year. So let's, let's think about 2010 and what, you know, what happened to bring about swinging? I think it, it would be interesting just to reflect and think about, I remember when I think back to when we first started getting into things, I specifically remember living in one of our old houses, laying in bed at night and neither of us could sleep. And somehow the conversation came up about, wouldn't it be awesome if we were having sex and this other couple that happened to be friends of ours that they were okay i mean they're they're friends of ours neither (laughs) one of them was like smoking hot but they were fine Mm -hmm. i was like what wouldn't it be fun if we were in the room having sex and they were in the same room having sex and we were just both having sex at the same time so we could see them and they could see us and there was no interplay entertained at that point because i don't think either one of us was really attracted to the other couple we were just good friends and we had probably just recently gone out to dinner with them, if I recall. Like, we used to go out to dinner um, as a foursome every now and then. And I, I suspect yeah. that's why they came up. But, like, I remember that conversation. And us as a couple, for people who don't, I mean, you guys don't know us all that well, other than our talking personalities, <laughs> Danny is the ideas man, and I am the implementer on, <laughs> on everything. I mean, there's there's tons and tons of examples where Danny has this light bulb, and he's like, wouldn't it be cool if this? And then I execute 
And I specifically remember it was probably sometime after that conversation, like Googling swinging and finding SLS and working with him to get us signed was, up. And yeah, it's funny because we didn't go back and listen to any of the episodes. Um, or at least I didn't, I don't think you did either after we came back from the hiatus. I've never so, listened to a single episode that we've recorded. Yeah, that's true. I've well, never listened to no, one. Well, I've only listened to, yeah, that's true. Except for I've recently just went, went back and listened to your um, erotic stories episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those, well, those are, yeah. Um, I haven't even listened to those. Although, actually, those don't count as re-listening to them because I didn't listen to them when you initially recorded them. And True. so what's funny is I don't know if we went over this in one of in we our did. first episodes. You, you've talked so about it. It would be funny if we contradict ourselves or if we remembered oh. things differently. Yeah, anybody who's binge <laughs> listened to us is, will probably find yeah, that. I, that's, I, that's the story as I remember it and 10 I, years later. I know we have um, binge listeners, people who have been catching up on the show, and so they probably haven't listened to episode one all that <laughs> long ago. Because it doesn't take... Like if you're listening to a, it doesn't take that long to get through like 50, 60 or, you know, almost 60 episodes. Um, so what's funny is the timeline is a, you're um, you're compressing the timeline a little bit because, yeah, so um, the couple, but we were still in college then. So we met our junior year in college. We were both going to the University of Michigan. True. Uh, yes. There's there's years of, of talking and mentioning well, and talking and mentioning and toying with the well, idea. What's funny is I remember... Oh, okay. So let me talk about my recollection of how things got going. So I remember spe- um, very very spe- um, specifically the situation you're talking about. We, so I lived in a typical college household with... And we had um, eight or nine guys in the house. and we, um, So there was... All, like all, all kinds of roommates and things and, and girlfriends were coming in and out of the house. And so you and I would uh, bang all the time there, but occasionally in the shower, occasionally on the stairs where we did get caught once. Well, we, well, oh, and on a roof. That was the only time we, we banged <laughs> on a roof there. So that was, that was awesome. Yeah. But um, shallow yeah. roof, we were pretty safe. No worries there. <laughs> um, but there, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> we weren't in danger of falling off. But there was um, one of the one of the um, guys in the house who we hang out we hung out with more often, and he had a girlfriend, and we would hang, and we would hang we would hang out, and so that's who you're you're speaking about, and nothing ever came out of that, and so that is probably the earliest memory that I have of us, which would be um, more than a decade ago at this point. Yeah, yeah, that would have been yeah. We graduated college in 2007. Uh, I'm just giving all the details, like, <laughs> all the details, um, and so. But so I don't have much in terms of like talking about swinging um, until so between 2007 and 2010. Um, we were just banging each other's we were, brains. Yeah, out, really. I mean, we were, I mean, we were newlyweds. We were, we were fairly we were... newlyweds. What year did the TV show Swing on uh, the NBC show that um, we've talked about? We did an episode because um, you and I love that show. Um, I think that was either probably summer of 2008 or summer of 2009. And that really got us, that really got us, um, you know, really kind of revved in the, in, in, and, and really thinking about swinging and, or swing town. I said swing town. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, if you search swing and TV and NBC, you get a lot of golf. Well, I get, I get all that stuff. I'm getting a lot of things mixed up in my head. Cause we just read swing. 2008 swing started in 2008. Okay, the summer of 2008. The summer of 2008. But yeah. We just read the comic swing. We talk about the HBO TV show swing here. So, but I'm yeah. talking about the TV show swing town that aired. It was a summer show. It only had one season, 13 episodes, which I think we watched it like two, we watched it the season it came out and probably the next season. And then that like, would have put us right down the road in the pathway to swinging in 2010. So yeah, I guess long, long story short, well, we, I'm, we toyed around with, with 
the idea of at least being voyeurs for quite a while. Well, well, we actually that's I was just going um, to add a little bit more to the earlier part of the story. Our, our swinging journey was we were um, a lot more of the exhibitionists. Like we had sex at a lot of public places and we thought that was super hot. Like, oh, we had, yeah. Um, like there was over An the I ninety four overpass, yeah, and you are. We were both being super specific of like you can narrow us down. Like well, where we people know we're in Michigan, that's so true. whatever. Yeah. Um, and so well, yeah, I-94 over, is not just over Michigan, the overpass though. on the golf course, like we were like very um, exhibitionists, um, mm-hmm. more so, and we still are in more in our swinging life. Like yes, we like absolutely. to be, we like to be watched a lot more then we watch even though yeah usually the watching for us doesn't happen till after we're done and we're kind of just hanging out yeah because even though we know that people are who are having sex where people can watch them probably want to be watched i mean that's us mm-hmm. we still are usually like okay you can only i watch. feel a little awkward you feel can only watch for so long i mean but i guess that go that's into our nature we're both more yeah. we're, we're both we're more exhibitionists so that puts us you know we're we b- between 2007 2010 we weren't doing a, a, a we weren't swinging yet but you know, we were having sex in public, and and Swingtown really got our mental energies going. And then, then, I don't. I have like a break that was probably like. And then we, I, at some point, just like you were saying, you probably conversation started, came back up. It came yeah. back up, and 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 uh, so. Well, yeah, and I remember that conversation in bed. Like, even though we weren't friends with that couple anymore, I still think it came up in some some shape form. Anyway, long story short, we ended up swinging. But looking back, I want to think of, I want to have like kind of a greatest hits of the last decade. Mm-hmm. So um, looking back at our last 10 years of swinging, what was the most shocking thing you think you learned about swinging, like the the lifestyle or about swingers themselves? What, what was the most like eye-opening, like, oh my God, I would have never thought this. I don't know. I mean, still st- sticking with our early, um, the early days, um, so we, so actually I, I, before I answer that, I want to back up a little bit because I, I want to talk about, you know, there's the whole excitement of signing up for, you know, learning like what websites are out there and, yeah. and signing up for, and, and, and we've, and we've learned that like, it's very regional in terms of what websites are popular yeah, in your area. So in our area, SLS is the uh, swing lifestyle is the primary one. So yeah. But even before then people used to use like Craigslist. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I'm glad we missed those days. So signing up for signing up for um, SLS and creating a profile, all th- that's all exciting because it's all it, it's all exciting and, and um, it's all very you know it's all new when you're yeah. I think the the first nudie pictures that you start seeing when you first when you first sign up and you start going through people's profiles, that is definitely shocking if you don't expect it. When you start to see, you know, women spread eagle on a bed or, and you're like, this is not porn. I'm not looking at a magazine. Like that's, I, yeah. I remember being kind of awed by well, that because we didn't have any, you know, we had some photos that you and I had taken mm-hmm. of each other before, but it was nothing that I'd ever even considered putting up on a website before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So to sort of dovetail, dovetail with your first question about like, you know, when, when, when were my eyes really opened, it was probably our, the second um, hotel party that we went to because our first hotel party was our first sort of like get thing that we did we um um the very first swinging thing that we did was a, a local ho- hotel party here and it didn't go too well i'm sure um, we've talked about it on a previous episode well i'm too, sure but but that, but that was you know six years ago yeah. for us although so, in that very first party not knowing what to expect we did see within the like main party room 
um, a blowjob, and I I remember. No, didn't we no, not? I thought that we was did. the second. That's so that's still the second, which I'm getting to, which was the better experience. The first was there wasn't much at like the dance party area. This was it was a new it was a new party. It was this it was yeah, this it was, club's, it was a club's first party. It was this club's first, first and, only. and only party, I believe. And we went. We didn't know it was their first or only party. Well, I think we knew it was their first. I don't know. I don't know. They were they were new. So, but they had a, there was a hotel party that was being thrown, and we went, and we didn't know what to expect. Um, and and it was okay, and then there wasn't much of a playroom, which we didn't know at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was mostly after party, like just other other people's rooms yeah. and whatnot. We didn't but. know what to expect, but that's when we had we learned that we had not communicated enough because we hadn't talked about various scenarios and what our rules were. Well, and to be and fair, we didn't know what what scenarios to even expect. That's so. true. We were so new that we didn't know what we would need to have rules on. So that second party. Well, I was. I'm still talking about the first. We're like reminiscing about the ten years, right? So the first party was we ended up in a couple's room and we were having sex next to them and but we didn't really talk to them that much but then and um I was I was fairly drunk but I remember um just having the nerves to even be in their room or, or whatever but then um the we took a we like broke you and I broke for a second just in having sex and the other woman started going down on me and that was a complete shock to you and we hadn't talked about like and I didn't stop it <laughs> no I was pissed there was lips wrapped around me I didn't stop it nope I and, like stormed out and then you like came chasing down the hall after me and then argument pursued ensued and so yeah so that was ended in an argument and and then we ended up saying oh well I don't think swinging's for us but what I've learned is sort of talking about what sort of like um, actually uh, um, to bring up again what we talked about a couple episodes ago in the uh, book that I read, the um, sexual social orientation. You and I are higher. The mm-hmm. conversation just came up again because, you know, after an argument, you know, you can say, okay, swinging's not for us. We're just done. But then you both get horny and, and you <laughs> then start. Then after a while, and like, just, the idea just creeps very back yeah, in. Yeah, it just creeps back in. And so it probably. You, you can't shut it off. It was within a month or so that, yeah, you can't shut it off. And and, and just the the world that we knew existed that we wanted to be part of, just we had we didn't have a great experience the first time and we learned fairly quickly that our we we hadn't had the communication and, and and I distinctly remember like I just did not want to even talk about it like I was I was just pissed and like, and I think that was partially what our argument was about because that's what I do if I get angry I shut down and I don't want to talk until I've cooled off but you do want to talk and yeah exactly our and, argument styles are oil and water for sure um and 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 so it wasn't that long it was probably about a month later that we ended up going to a second hotel party and at a club that had been established for a while and we knew what to expect we knew well, the after party would have we knew the after party we knew they exist. had an after party yeah but we didn't really know so to all this aside you know there's the typical hotel party the dance portion all that aside so to answer your first question my mind was really like blown and like opened and like knew we were like like we had come into our own and mm-hmm. were just was was in the after party and first just walking through like the after party rooms because this was a hotel party where there right. was like multiple rooms connected together the doors were like yeah. you know the you could go from room to room and they had themes set up in different rooms and um 
just seeing people having sex was was pretty amazing. But the thing that I always remember is us just banging on the same bed as another couple mm-hmm. and having a good experience. We And we didn't interact with them at all. No, um, we weren't ready for that. We didn't even talk to them, but just banging and having... Because at that first party, I mentioned we were in the same room, but we weren't on the same bed or anything. And, right. And it actually didn't last all that long. This was like a full-on, like a nice long sex session, both of us on the bed. And that was... And... and that was pretty amazing. So how about, so long-winded way of answering the question, but <laughs> That's okay. so how about you? So a few things. I mean, I, I agree that um, just that first being at your first party where you're in the thick of things, when you don't know that that's what it is or that it exists, it's kind of like, oh my God, this does exist. This is the stuff out of movies. You don't realize mm-hmm. that this is true. Something else that caught me off guard that I wasn't expecting is Swinger Halloween. And the costumes and the way people go all out. And I mean, I always knew women dress in sexy costumes for mm-hmm. Halloween. That's that's always been around. But I think to see that many sexy costumes and the naked women with just body paint and that sort of thing, I wouldn't call this most shocking, but it's definitely up there with with um, just, you know, your first exposure in general. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other thing that I wouldn't say is shocking, but was a delightful surprise. It's just how nice everyone is in the swinging community. You yeah, know, there's there's the the shock and awe of swinging itself, but then um, that secondary piece was we didn't know what to ex- expect in terms of the community itself when we first got started ten years ago, and mm-hmm. everybody for the last decade, you know, everybody has been awesome and nice, and we really haven't met um, a bad seed. I'm sure there are people out there who are less genuine, but oh yeah, everyone yeah, that we've course. dealt with and- has been fantastic. Yeah, that's the that's the thing is you learn is that the swinging community um, is just so welcoming and nice and everybody yeah everybody is is super nice. It's just it's just a, such a breath of fresh air, welcoming community. That's what keeps going through my head is just how how much people and 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 how people just want to talk and of mm-hmm. course they want to talk to get to you know and there is the underlying like they want to talk and get to know you and and are is this going to lead to more and that is part of it. But there's just genuinely a nice atmosphere you go yeah. to a parties and people are and people it's are friendly and, and talkative and, and, and chatty and, and, and it's a sexually charged atmosphere and, and they're it's just, not rude people wait in line mm-hmm. and you know it's just it's nice so um i have a question for you do you think that like um the, the way to get into like the like what's the what if we could do it again would you have wanted to go to a hotel party hotel our first couple experiences be hotel parties the way they were or would it have been just going out with a uh, couple which we did not too long after that and then you know maybe playing with them i don't know i mean meeting up with a an experienced couple first and having them escort you to a party i think is a is a great approach but then you still have to meet that couple first and have that that initial establishment so like it's i think it really depends on the couple and the person so knowing us and our exhibition exhibitionist nature i think going to an established party first is 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 a good approach and and that's the approach we took i think that was a good way to do it but I also could see couples who are more shy or less comfortable in group environments 
getting to know another couple first. Like I, I could see either of those as, as good points of entry. It just depends on who you are. I, I wouldn't change anything about what we did. Even that first hotel party that was terrible, we learned so much about ourselves, which I think we would have learned anyway, but I, I wouldn't change it. Exactly. You learn what you're ready for and not ready for and like what's on the table in terms of like, you know, if you play like play with somebody, is that on the table or like just having like learning that you need to have that communication? Yeah. But I wouldn't change anything either. And you bring up a great point. It depends on the type of people you are. Just we I think it w- was worked out really well um, going getting our feet wet in parties because we yeah. really got our eyes opened and it was it was a great way. But in being the more exhibitionist that we mm-hmm. are it was it didn't take long before we could have people watching us yeah. and so it was i i agree with you it, in terms of our journey but for other couples it might be where they need to go a different route and yeah. You know, um yeah it might not seem that way but you and i are are more on the shy side when it comes to parties like it's not uncommon for us to go to a party even now and maybe not talk to any couples or talk to very few just minor chit chat and still just end up in the room and being each other in the in the charged atmosphere. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we do that from time to time because that's just kind of what we like. Even ten years later, mm-hmm. I actually have a question that I was I was going to ask you, which I think this kind of ties in is, um, what do you think has been an anchor or a constant for us? And that enjoying that aspect of swinging, I think, has been an anchor and will continue to be for us. So that's just something that we've always enjoyed. Yeah, I the the most the thing that I love the most about swinging is the sexually charged atmospheres that we like my, the, my favorite probably my personal favorite thing is when we go out to a really fun party really fun ho- or um, my Halloween party a really fun hotel party or something or where there's a lot of people a lot of and then where there's a fun after party and there's yeah. just lots of banging and it's not just a lot of people for me it's people that we interact with so having some people that we know some new people that we meet I love it when we end up with a group of people that we're dancing with or that we're sitting sitting with at a party and we've had a number of of parties that have been like that where you've got your friends and people you've mm-hmm. known forever and you might have a table where you sit down and you chat over the, the volume of the music and then you go and you all dance and you swap partners and you dance together and those are some of the most memorable nights for me is when we've had had that kind of interaction and then the dancing's over and you go and you you have a big orgy together and you know maybe you start off with one partner and you go to another and you go to a third and then you sleep lots and those those are the funnest nights that I can remember like I I I look forward to those nights um I'd like to establish more friends because we took a break there after the second child we've kind of lost track of some of our friends yes so you know looking into 2020 I'd like to try and strengthen the relationship with whips relationships with the friends that we do have and make some new ones yeah we were talking about that prior to um we we, we were just out on a date just a vanilla date you and i we went to just a nice local establishment and we were just having some drinks um no intentions of anything other than just hanging out with you and i and we were talking and we wanted 2020 to be where we get back into um dating a little bit more we have we haven't we've gotten out of that a little bit we've been since we've sort of come back um, on the scene, we've we've been playing with a lot of our friends, which is great that we and, but we haven't actually done much dating. We haven't got mm-hmm. out and met another couple in a while, and there's a few reasons for that. Parts we were out of it for a little while, and it's easier to, I mean, it's 
as funny as it is, it's kind of like a booty call. It's like, oh, well, we know this couple. They're fun. We like to have. We, we, yeah, we, they're fun. They're hot. Let's go blow it. We, we like to play with them. Um, the, the, the other thing is is time management. Um, and so a large part of what we've talked about in this podcast before and what we'll continue to do is swinging with kids and, and swinging and. Swinging when you have children. We don't swing with kids. Yes. Swinging <laughs> when, yeah, swinging when you have children and. In finding that time and trying to maximize your time. And so it's like, well, do we want to set up a date with a, with a new couple or do we want yeah, to... Yeah, it's always the conundrum. Or do we want to go to a hotel party when we know it's going to have be an awesome time? Where, or would, do we know we want to go meet up with this, you know, one of our regular friends? And, that you know you're going to have great sex with mm-hmm. and have a good time with. Yeah, I, I think that if we take the time and make the time to establish a connection through some online chatting which we haven't done in a long time or through lots of flirtatious emails where we've got a good feel about the couple, mm-hmm. then I would be excited to go on a date. There's there's that new relationship energy yeah, that you, you generate when you go out on a date that you don't get when you just meet a couple at a party. And I think it's tougher to meet a couple at a party and then go play with them. It's... It- We've had a lot of strikeouts when we've done we, that. Well, yeah, the, the, the loud music, as much as I like a hotel party, and they're probably my favorite type of atmosphere, the loud music and club style music that's at, that's typical of um, mm-hmm. parties can make it hard to meet new people. It's great when you already have the people there that you know, but it can be a tough atmosphere to meet new people unless there's a, yeah. you can, you know, take somebody to the side and, and be able to find a quieter area, to, quieter area to, to, to get to know them. But so, yeah, that's what we want to, that's, I think that was one of your questions or one of the things you want to talk about is where do we want to go moving forward? And so, yeah, we'll, I have some we'll, other thoughts too, I wanna, but getting back to my original question about an anchor constant, is there anything else that you think is like a, this has been true for the last 10 years and I don't see it changing? No, that's a tough one because a lot of things change. I mean, the, well, the anchor is you, the anchor is always you, but even the dynamic. So with, am I dragging us down? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> even the dynamic with you changes because going back to what we were talking about when we got into swinging, when we even dipped our toe into the lifestyle, we didn't know what to expect, and we had a bad, bad experience because we didn't have good communication. Then we had communication. We were we were um, soft swapped mm-hmm. for quite a while. Um, that that even, was actually a really good answer. I hadn't thought about our relationship is the anchor, but that's really. That's true because when, this is strengthening. I mean, we use this maybe not to strengthen, but to supplement and have a little extra fun. Yeah, we and and we always have like there. Was, it, it wasn't like dry times when we weren't swinging after our second child. Like we were having still tons of sex and we were still playing with a lot of our. You know, we have a lot of our sex toys and we have we, we make our own bedroom fun. So the anchor is is you. And, but I stumbled. For, I, I I stumbled for a minute when you asked me because the anchor is you. But even and but I was trying to like um, s- sort of couch that in the realm of swinging. Mm-hmm. And part of the question was like, what's been constant? And even with you, there has like there's been a lot of change because we started like 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 I was just saying we were we were soft swap for a long time. Even back when we started this yeah. podcast, we were we were soft swap. And so you and then we were full swap, and then we were soft swap for a time when we were between babies one and two and yeah, I mean, th- those tr- things can change well that's too. true but and 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 each time it's a new dynamic like when you've opened something up in terms of the relationship but and, and now that we're full swap that's been more of a a constant and so that's but i, I wouldn't say that's an anchor and, i wouldn't and, guarantee it either and, and yeah. i wouldn't say like i would i yeah the I wouldn't define our swinging by how like and um, the enjoyment I get out of it by the play that we do with other people. That's 
mean, that's like the that's and it's, it sounds weird to say that because that's sort mm-hmm. of the that's sort of like what you do in swinging. I mean, well, I mean, there is like so, there is. I still say you're a swinger if you go to swinger parties and only like watch and never ever you've never played with anybody. But for the most part, when people think of swinging, it's playing with people. But I don't define our swinging relationship like that. So the anchor is is us, and for me, for me, the anchor is you, and getting to experience all the new experiences every every time we have a new experience. And that's the thing about swinging is there's lots of new first, you know, first hotel party, first date, first. There's been first travels for us, like traveling the swing. We've done that multiple yeah. times, and so. But the the anchor, the constant, is I always have you there by my side. And I know that you're there and, and that's, so, so what about you? What, what, what would you say? I can't follow that. Are you kidding me? That <laughs> well, was touching. Well, oh, well, so and it's what, true. Well, what would your, oh, okay. So not being, well, like, I, I actually still don't think serious, anything but, else could be an anchor. But, um, if, but if you would have went first on that, I guess, what would you, what were you, where were you leaning? Where were you going? I was thinking of Constance. Maybe I took the question in a different direction. No, you took the question in the appropriate direction. I actually um, incorrectly used the words anchor and constant almost as synonyms, and they're not. So I I like the way that you took that question because it it wasn't how I intended, but it was absolutely a better answer than anything I had intended. So... Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good to know. I nailed it. You did. You <laughs> um, you nailed it. So I want to hear though, like what, like the intention. Like, tell me, like what you were thinking when you were things that we just don't anticipate changing about ourselves or about swinging for us in general. And you know, we've got a couple of some friends that I hope stay around and hang around that we that mm-hmm. we're friends with for a long time, um, that have been around since almost the whole decade. So I, I'm I'm hoping that they they remain in our in our lives as our mm-hmm. friends. Um, but yeah, our relationship absolutely has to be yeah. the number one. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely agree. That's because... an obvious answer that never crossed my mind until you said it. <laughs> like I'm sitting here going, oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I totally agree. There's, there's, I mean, it was great after our height, you know, being away for a little while from the podcast and taking a break, a little bit of a break from swinging, but coming back and like having these people that are still around and still in the, in the community, um, Mm-hmm. but yeah so it's it's always us though so what so, so, what, so what do you got so um of course over the last 10 years that's like the the overarching theme what what parts of of you um have changed the most do you think with respect to swinging or or just otherwise you and and or our, our relationship but I'm th- i was thinking originally mostly about yourself and i would talk about myself too um, it's, it's super interesting because each of these things you're asking could probably be their own episode that we expand upon. But, um, I think the biggest thing for myself that is, is learning to understand and come to terms with and deal with your jealousy things that with my jealousy no with mine oh well you said your i just wasn't sure well i was talking in a third person i or okay. like second or whatever like using your like so like for me overcoming and being able to like get through jealousy because it's, it is interesting. Like the, the feelings and, and I feel like everybody has it a little bit where the first time I, you know, I, I see you kiss somebody else. The first, like every level of like where we've gone in our swinging, uh, journey, you know, uh, just, you know, just even, even back when early, like on like every level, like even like talking to somebody else Mm -hmm. and knowing that like, Oh, you're trying to flirt with them. Um, and then and then kissing and and you know getting more intimate and all the way up to we're a full swap couple now and I watched you do crazy things and so just learning yeah, learning to deal with that and I've always been an advocate for 
learning about yourself and that's where you and I have discussions and I, I feel like one of the things that I do is I self reflect a lot and I try to, and, and, and jealousy is not like a top level emotion that is the jealousy is always driven by some other emotion. If you're, you're, you're scared because you're, you see that you're, you know, I, I see this, my spouse with this person, like you get mm-hmm. a little twinge of being scared. Like, are they like going to actually like this more and, and, and leave me? And, and so like you get je- like jealousy is the result is always yeah, and the envy result is part of it. And and, 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 and yeah, there's a lot of emotions that are, that are not the top level emotion. And then you have to dive down and, and, and dissect and peel away the layers to figure out like, well, how am I feeling jealous? And how do you like, I want to do this and then getting over that. And so, um, and I think a lot of, I mean, it's, it's super common. That's why there's the, the, you know, there's the, the, the syntax that we have within the seeming community, like there's soft swap and there's full swap and you have these, these various levels and it's all to curb and a couple's, well, I shouldn't say all, but a big part of the driving factor is, is a couple yeah, accommodating like, the feelings, and, accommodating people's feelings. Yeah. It's like, well, I will, I think I'll get jealous if this happens. So we're going to like, we're soft swap for a while. And then, and then you get, or the, I know I get jealous when this happens. And so we do change our rules. Well, the, well, the problem there, well, it's not a problem, but you might anticipate how you'll feel because until you've done it, until you've been a full swap couple, until I've watched you have sex with somebody else, like I only can anticipate what I think I'm going to, is how I'm going to feel. No, that was my point. There are couples who try it and then they have those feelings. And oh, I see what you're saying. You're going backwards. They're, yeah. I was, but there's definitely people who have those rules. Well, we, we, we were that couple who had the rule of without ever having tried it. Cause we just didn't, we didn't do a full swap. We weren't and sure. Then had a, yeah, exactly. So, um, and, and, and that's part of it too, is like trying to learn about yourself and, and grow and, and like, well, why am I, why do I feel this jealousy or, or what do I, like, what do I actually think is going to happen? So how does and, that relate back to what changed the most? You just understand yourself the yeah, most? Or? Yeah. I have big, big change in myself. Like I can, I'm more comfortable in our relationship and more comfortable. I mean, it's the big difference between swinging communities and, and other, and, and other non-monogamous communities and the vanilla lifestyle, like you hear all the time, like, oh, like that people like, oh, I couldn't handle like mm-hmm. seeing my, 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 uh, my wife with somebody else, or I just couldn't do it. Like, oh, we could never do that. Cause I couldn't watch her do that. Or we couldn't never, yeah. or, or just the typical stereotypes that you associate with the vanilla lifestyle versus a non-monogamous, um, um, relationship. And so I've definitely like grown and, and learned and been, and it's, it's funny because I look back on the early days of our swinging and we weren't, I wouldn't have thought that at the time that I was insecure about our relationship, but, and I don't think I was, but you just become even, you're not insecure necessarily, but you become even more secure. Like now mm-hmm. I can watch you with somebody else and I can watch you, yeah. you know, I can watch you. Know you know, I'm not going to leave I can you watch you bang and it's hot and, and you know, the compersion is is um the term that's thrown on a lot about you know finding joy in in your other in in your significant other finding joy and being able to be comfortable yeah and so curbing jealousy and overcoming and working through so I would say that's that's a big part for me what about you I learned a lot about how to talk about emotions so you can I I think at the start um I was aware enough of the emotions that were there Certainly, we've both worked through through jealousy to get to compersion on things. So, I mean, that, that journey is a given. So, um, 
But for me, in order to get there, I had to learn how to use the proper words and how, how to actually put what I was feeling into words. And I, my heart might know what it was feeling, but then turning that into something my brain can cognitively discuss and and then deal with, with you in, in that discussion, I think is, is a big um, growth spurt for me. And I'm, I'm still growing in that because I'm still learning how to how to talk about other emotions, not just um, jealousy and anger and sadness and things related to swinging, but even things related to emotions out, outside of swinging. I'm still, you know, learning that that language because it's a difficult, those are difficult conversations to have. Um, I think something else that's changed about myself and, and maybe not for the best is when we first started swinging, we were in our 20s. And there are not a lot of swingers in their 20s. There are. I mean, there are swingers out there that are in their 20s, but there weren't a lot when we were swinging. And so that was often um, shocking to people that we were, number one, married, and number two, still in our 20s, and number three, comfortable as swingers. And that automatically made us very attractive to people. I think we had an easier time just getting to know other couples or having people be attracted to us. And, you know, when someone's automatically attracted to you, it's easier to flirt. And I think um, with time, I have become not as confident in my own skin as I was a decade ago. And so that's something I want to get back. You know, it's that's definitely a change that I've, I've had where I think I'm – a little less flirtatious than I was 10 years ago and maybe sometimes less comfortable in in the swinging atmosphere than I'd like to be and I think it, it all comes down to um, just my own confidence and and I think a decade of of change of having two children and having been away and then come back and having had parties where things haven't really worked out like I think that's all messed with my head unfortunately and so I, I want to get that confidence back not that I don't have any confidence I mean when I get dialed up and sexied up, like I, I look damn good. I, I know I do, but I still um, don't think I quite have the same sparkle that I did 10 years ago. Cause well, it was easy then when you're, well, you I know. definitely disagree there, but to, you know, you, I, are, I think you sparkle is just harder. as, you, well, you sparkle, you know, you are sexy as fuck and as, as much as you ever have been. But I, I, I see what you're saying because yeah, when we first started, we were in our, Early, like, or not early, like, like mid twenties, like, yeah. um, but, and so like people would come to you and want to flirt with you, but as there the was young also couple on the dance floor. I will say like, that it went both ways. Like on one hand, it, it, there was that, but on the other hand, there was a little bit of, I, th- um, we were taken with a healthy do- dose of skepticism. Yeah, there, there were people who were like say, is there was, disbelieving that we could is, possibly be for real. Yeah, yeah, like like what are you doing here? Like are you like like people who question your own relationship? Like it's oh true. why are you why are you here? Like you're such a young couple. Like we have just, not had that in years. Is it well? We took a we're well old, yeah we, we're older now. Yeah. We're coming in. We're still on the younger side of the swinging. Oh yeah, um, yeah, the younger side, but we're not like. You wouldn't. We have two kids. We're more established. You, you People don't question us anymore. You wouldn't look at us and say like we're the super newbies anymore, which is um, which is nice on one hand and not like like you sort of like so to your point, you lose a little bit of what makes you stand out, but you mm-hmm. still have to, um, the, the 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 confidence you bring up, um, I completely understand and have some of that myself, but maybe not quite or maybe I haven't like internalized it. Maybe I um, but. Yeah, there was it was there was a, a dichotomy with us when we first started. Um, so getting back to re- reminiscing about the early mm-hmm. days is that we were young and that made us you know you 
more unique than others but then there's also that skepticism that yeah why are you in this like you're so young like this is you don't need this, this because like you're there so is young a little bit of like or, the yeah. community is is not the communities for a little bit older like you guys are yeah you stand so we would stand out nobody was and, mean about it no 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 no, no, no not not at all but those things were said to us too yeah so, so. it worked it was it was an advantage and a disadvantage both at once um and so now there's a little bit more um like like, like you said you have to it, it's there's a little bit we have to bring it more when we when we get out there <laughs> well and, we don't go out as often either you definitely have to bring it yeah and, and some of it might just be my own hype in my own head that's like i gotta bring it because we used to go to a, probably a party a month before we had kids we yeah pretty it's, frequent. it's gone down yeah. and so the expectations and, and that, that's where it's tough to like do time management and um you know maximizing your experience is sort of we were talking about that a little bit earlier in terms of like it's it's hindered us a little bit in terms of getting out and dating yeah which the getting out and dating would probably you know help build confidence but the problem is it would is, flex that fr- flirtation muscle and that's what i need more practice on, yeah I when think. you can get more comfortable with the friends that you have but they're you know sort of what to expect with them and it's right. and so i I, th- I think um the goal that we made it for ourselves for 2020 is a good one to get out there a little bit more and put ourselves out there and i mean honestly i think if i was even just friendlier to people in public not in a swinging environment like we go to our kids soccer practices and i don't talk to anybody <laughs> like maybe i just need to talk to people more like i'm not mean i just keep to myself like i think that it just just getting out more and, and being more vocal in general i think would help yeah i i agree with that so um what else we have here? Um, what is a memorable first for you? We've already talked about our, our first hotel parties, both of them. Any other things that are, are memorable that stand out to well, you there, in our last decade? Oh, there's tons. Um, every first, you know, the first, but um, every first in terms of like, you know, every time you've done something different with a, um, that you've never done either, like sexually, like yeah. we've never done this position before. And with anything another in particular couple. that's like a standout for you? Yes. I, yeah. I'm, I'm getting that for a second. I just don't want to downplay, like, even though I don't mention something here, it doesn't mean that like, oh, the first time we full swapped. But, yeah. but, the, but I we're would, not recording a three hour episode. So, you know, <laughs> I would say the first um, time that we really played with another couple was, and we, it was, it was still a soft swap situation, but, um, we were full, like oral was completely on, on the table with the other couple. So then, um, we, a couple we had met a few times and finally decided to play with and we were down in their basement mm-hmm. and it's funny. Um, that was one of the times that st- stood out to me. I was thinking the same thing. And, and that, uh, it just stands out because it was the first time really getting intimate with another couple, um, physically, mm-hmm. um, and we were at their house, which mm-hmm. is um, different for us too. going over to this couple's house that we didn't know all that well, other than having met a couple of times. And and, and the combinations like it was what are we doing? It was really when it's really when it gets mind blowing in terms of the combinations, because I've always been an, a big advocate for um, or I'm a I'm a huge fan of the couple with couple scenario because. In that scenario, you can have you can do individual banging, so you can have just you and your spouse, or you and the other the, the other person. Then you can have like a three way because you can have like the th- three people going on there, and then you can have all four where all four are interacting at the same time. Like you can have when you get four people, you can and and then you know you get more people involved, you can have even crazier scenarios. But like four to me, I would rather have a hot f- foursome than probably a hot threesome. 
mm-hmm. because of the combination, like like just the, just the sheer number. Because you can have you can have uh, you know you can have the guy guy girl or you can have girl girl guy all in the same scenario. <laughs> I'm I'm laughing over here because I feel like we've gone through the many permutations of four people before, and it just makes me laugh when you bring it up because it well, we've had... it, it makes me think of like um, there's a movie scene that's that's. Um, escaping me now but it's just it's a funny conversation to hear you talk about them the the many the many ways that you can combine two males and two females yeah, in well, this scenario like it just makes I, me laugh i think it is something special you can have one fucking and one blowing and one you know like yeah you can have well i'm definitely gonna repeat myself because <laughs> oh you've over, said this conversation a over lot. 60 episodes over <laughs> um eight years now well it is crazy we started and just think how many times i've heard that because if you've repeated it on the podcast and that means you've said it in well, person many times too <laughs> like, well yeah because i mean there's we we're gonna have topics that that we've done like we're we're gonna have specific podcast topics that we've done before that we'll redo because it's been oh, yeah. eight years since we've done them well it's just cute cause... this is the 10 year anniversary of just swinging but it's it's eight years of podcasting with a with a decent break in the middle but we started the podcast and um, I believe it was like the second, third or like towards the, towards Halloween time of 2012, if I remember correct, or I think that was about when the first episode w- that we put out was, so it's been, it's, it's been eight years of the Yeah, podcast. it was poor timing because we put it out and got pregnant shortly thereafter. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but so, um, did, did, did you answer that question? That was. No, I mean, I, that was the scenario you described is our, our first time in someone else's house, which also happened to be our first swap swap. Um, that, that stands out to me. Also, our first time going to desire was yes. awesome. Our first swinging vacation. Yes. Really yeah. stands out to me as, as something. And, you know, for those of you who have not been to desire, listen to our desire episode. I, yeah, I cannot wait till we get well, back it's, there. It's, it's mind blowing. The first time you go that if, if you've never been like for us, if you've never been to a nude resort in general, um, or just being nude and in, in public or in a lifestyle friendly place. It's, yeah. Yeah. Cause you can, I mean, you're it's on like the beach. Disney it's World. like daytime. I mean, you, yeah, we, you might be, uh, you know, nude walking around a hotel party or, or a house party, but just being nude out. Um, so like, I mean, there was a lot there, um, a, a big part of it is just the resort itself and how sexy it is and the just being just being um just being nude more like in scenarios that you wouldn't think like we played nude volleyball <laughs> like all, <laughs> like like our second time we we didn't do this the first time going to desire but our second time you know nude paddle boarding it's, i don't know it's just funny like being you're terrible at paddle paddle boarding yeah, by the I'm, way I'm but a bad to paddle boarder, that's for sure. <laughs> doing that's, it nude is no, no doubt fun. about no doubt about that <laughs> So any sexiest moments like where you're like, man, that was just uh, freaking amazing, phenomenal, sexy moment. Well, it's hard. I know. Like, it is hard. Well, so I, I always there's answer, lots of well, them. Well, well, you go first this time. I had already talked about um, when we've been dancing. There's there's a particular party that I remember where we were um, dancing as a couple and then another couple that we knew came, and then a third couple that we knew, and we had been, like, girl swapping and guy swapping and making out on the dance floor, and that wasn't even, I mean, we weren't even having sex, but just just that charged, hot scenario. Um, and then there was a time when we were at a house party, and um, I was on a bed, and you were eating me out, and then a woman, like, 
snuck her head in there and started eating me out and I didn't know that it was like a woman and it was really good but I think that was really like my first time having or in my head it might have been the first maybe it wasn't the first I've probably talked about it in the past but <laughs> anyway I that that moment stands out in my head because I don't play with women but that was I think one of the first times I thought a mouth is a mouth and I was okay with it because like mm-hmm. I, I remember like that is what what made me okay with another woman going down on me but I was like, well, I'm not going to reciprocate. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> one way only for you. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> but, um, so, I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's. I'm trying to think of. Um, if there's anything that stands out, I mean, if not, I mean, it's I all it's they, all just one pornucopia, right? I mean, yeah, that's that's. That. The, yeah, I can't. I'm blanking right now in terms of like you know, is which scenario was better than another or. Um, um, or if there's any particular scenario where you're like, I want to make that happen again. I'll put a pin in that because I bet there is. But I just can't think about it for the moment. I know we wanted to do. So that's a good question to revisit because we want to re- um, revisit the our fuck it episode. Fuck it list. Fuck it list. Yeah. From from early on in our run, the podcast run. Uh, and that'll be that'll you know both of us talked about earlier that we haven't listened back to any of our shows that'll be a funny one because and enlightening because what were we thinking i think it was, you know it was probably 2013 when we recorded that like yeah what was on the fuck it list then like what have we done from there and what were like is there anything that we said we was on the list that like now it's like nah it's not on the list anymore i have no idea yeah. what i said on that list so so that list peek behind the curtain was actually written on a piece of paper in danny's terrible handwriting i mean his his handwriting is really really bad and then kind of when we when we got out of swinging and things, the list still exists, but it got folded and crumpled and crumpled again and stuffed in a drawer and moved between locations. So we still have it, but man, it's in bad shape. So I'm hoping we can read it. No, still. I was going to. No, I, I don't care if I can read that. Like, we can just listen to the episode. True. That's, true. What, I, that's what I was Assuming saying. Assuming we went through everything on the list. Well, that's what I'm saying is that earlier in earlier this episode, we said we haven't listened to any back to any of us episodes. Yeah. But to do that episode, I'm going to have to listen to back. And so, like, what was on my list? Yeah, and that's true. Just just fuck a list re- revisited. So getting back to your scenario, like, is there anything that we've done that, you know, it's like, oh, I want to do that again. I I'm. I I need to think about that some more, and that bucket list revisit will probably be a great opportunity to do that. I think that's a good idea. Well, that that leads to my next question, which will probably be similar, which was, would were there any best atmospheres or or best parties? Um, yeah, there have been. I don't want to call out specific clubs. Yeah, no, no, and scenarios, but Halloween parties are always super fun. Agreed. Um, Swinger Halloween is, is an amazing Yeah, time. I, it's, it's always amazing to see. And I mean, of course, uh, being, being a guy, like seeing like all the sexy outfits and that the women are wearing and like, how can they take whatever, like they want to dress up as and make it sexy and just, um, the creativity a lot of, you know, you can have and, and, um, yeah, yeah. some, some of the best parties we've been to, I, I would say have been, um, Halloween parties, Swinger Halloween. Yeah, Halloween parties are are what, what where I would uh, go with that. So, what about you? I agree with you on that. I will say there's been some fantastic um, private parties that we've been to as well, like house parties that we've that we've had fun with. And when it comes to best atmosphere, I would say the best atmosphere that we've had has always been good good music, good dancing, good people, and I think that's kind of a constant anybody would would really say that or agree with that too yes yeah yeah i completely agree 
So has there been any, is there anything that you would say was an unexpected outcome or someplace that our, our swinging journey has taken us that you wouldn't have expected? Um, great question. Let's see. Well, I, I, I can go. Yeah, you go first while I, while I ponder that. So if you had asked the Heidi of 10 years ago, if we would become full swap, I don't think I would have thought we were going to go there because we were pretty against it in the beginning. Now, five years ago or, you know, shortly thereafter, that's a different story. But I think if you had asked me right when we first started swinging, when we had first gone to maybe a handful of parties, if you had told me then that we were going to be a full swap couple and, you know, a few short years later, I don't think I would have believed it. So I think I would have said, nope, I mean, we're, we're good with what we're doing. We're fine with soft swap. I don't think I could see that. That That's a big change. I think it takes a lot of conversation. And the fact that we even got there and in just a few years, I think is, is a testament to the amount of work that we've had to put into it. I agree with you. And I, I, I guess I would say the same thing because I definitely remember having conversations and, and being okay with soft swap, but knowing us, like that was sort of naive, um, mm-hmm. because we were just in the same vein as when our very first party that we talked about earlier in the show didn't go well. And we said, okay, well, that's not for us. We're done. It just sort of crept back in our heads. And yeah. we were back. We wanted, we went to, we were back at a party within a month probably. And <laughs> so we were probably naive yeah, thinking think that because so. we like to keep just knowing like, like that's, that's a, that's a, uh, a level that at the time felt insurmountable but it's it's those things that we've talked about jealous getting over jealousy having more just being open to the idea of it and um so yeah i i would i would say the same thing but i would yeah. say that we were naive it would now what would be interesting is if you know if we're you know if we're still podcasting in 10 mm-hmm. years or whatever um it's like well what in 2020 did we think we were like were we naive about or like oh i'm did, sure there are things, where did we yeah. think our you know where's the journey gonna go um and what have we not done yet and what have we not experienced yeah or that we'll be open to or or are we gonna be where we exa- exactly where we are probably not i i doubt it i mean everybody grows and as mm-hmm. as people and relationships and and um and so I, I have no doubt that our swinging experience and journey is going to take yeah. us to places that we can't, can't, can't even anticipate right now. I think the other unexpected for me is, is the people. We've made some friends that have stayed our friends for years. And these are people that we see maybe a handful of times a year and in some cases hadn't seen in years. And then you meet back up with them again and it's like no time has passed and that's Mm -hmm. that's something unexpected as well i would not have predicted that going into it that number one you would you would meet like-minded people that you screw and then you would continue to be friends with them after having sex with them even for years i don't think i would have predicted that again maybe that's that's the naivete going into the scenario but yeah um, i I agree with you you know before you i i was one of those people that never stayed friends with their ex-boyfriends even if we left things amicably when we broke up, I have no ex-boyfriends that I'm friends with. Like even, you know, even mm-hmm. when you and I first met, I wasn't friends with any of my ex-boyfriends because it was like, well, we used to screw. I don't really want to see you anymore. <laughs> but that's not the case with swinging. So I wouldn't have expected that either. Anything you regret or would do differently? No. I mean, there's been a few parties where I've gotten... Um there was a few parties where I got pretty drunk. And so I, <laughs> there's like, one in particular that I remember that where, was, yeah. Was bad. And, um, so 
I mean, that's still like being in your twenties. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a like, there's there's one that like we just couldn't play. Like, there's only one really that stands out to me that, but that I would say not and and even then, not really. No, like, um, I don't really have too many. Like, I don't really have any regrets. I mean, the only and so e, e, even that is like, uh, like yeah, um, you had your fun up until then. Yeah, so. yeah, we had I had a there was there was a couple parties where I definitely got too drunk. We couldn't play after that, but we had a lot of fun during the parties, and so, um being and 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 chalk it up to you know still being in your 20s like 20s are you know you can be crazy and so you can be crazy you know at a yeah at a regular bar somewhere well, and so and it's, a, it's the same thing if you're in, in the byob scenario it's easy to <laughs> just bring too much bring more than you need and so you drink more than you need or that's true whatever you might happen there so what about what you you didn't answer that about things i would do differently or anything you regret um, I don't think there's anything I regret. I, you know, I, I think we've made good decisions along the way. We've made sure that we've stayed safe along the way. Mm-hmm. And and I want to continue to do that. So I, I don't regret anything like that. I don't think there's any couples that we've gotten into bed with that we shouldn't have. I think mm-hmm. we've been smart about who we've invited into our bedroom. So I, I wouldn't... The only thing I would say I re- regret, and that's kind of in, in air quotes, is... Not doing more of it. That's what I was going to say. I was just about ready to say. I was waiting to hear everything that you said, and and um, but I was also going to say like the regret that I heard from you from earlier is regretting those chances you could have taken, or those that person you would have wanted to talk to, and having the and having the confidence, and like that couple is like, oh, there's a you know that sexy couple over there. What's and, funny is there's not a lot of that that stands out in my head as having happened. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more like when we are talking to a couple in my head, I'm like, am I being flirtatious enough? Am I being funny enough? Like that, that sort of thing. But I don't think that there's been too many opportunities. I'm, I'm still pretty fearless, even if I'm feeling (laughs) subconscious, self-conscious. So, um, I, I don't know or think about or, or if it's happened, I've pushed out of my head of too many times where I'm like, man, that couple's really attractive. I just want to go talk to them and, and then not done. So I, I usually take that chance. All right. So. Anything else before we wrap up this portion? Any any hopes that you have for the next decade? I'm not sure, and so but but I'm not going to put thought into it at the moment because I know coming up not too far we want to do the revisit of the bucket list, and that's again the perfect opportunity to think about like reflect on like what was in our previous bucket list. Like it's been long enough now that you know that we can see like what we've done on our previous list what we had on the list that we don't want to do anymore or what hasn't been accomplished and what do we still want to do that wasn't on the list originally. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to put a, a rain check on that for now. What okay. do I say? Well, so, well, fine. Then I won't answer that question either. And we'll say, stay tuned for <laughs> fuck it list revisited. Yeah. That's in yeah, the future. Exactly. Hope we, and we're definitely gonna do that one sooner rather than later. So I think with that, we're going to move into a Mary fuck blow. Mary boff kill. Beyonce, Paula Abdul, and Oprah. Dude, that's beyond easy. Boff Beyonce, kill Paula, marry Oprah. All right, so it's been it's it's been a few couple of months since we've done this. I think I don't know we, we've done, we've done at least one since we've come back, but we haven't done one in a while. So for the Mary fuck blow and our new rules since it's Mary um, fuck blow kill or cut yeah, off the island after our hiatus is that we have a fourth that is not even worth. That you're just gonna throw out. I wouldn't say not not even worth because it could be four awesome choices. And you yeah, just, you still and have you to still kick have one to pick off the one. island. Yeah, yeah. Kick, who is leaving the island? Oh, I'm gonna throw out a shout out, and we might talk about this more. But to T- Temptation Island, we watched season one. I don't remember if we talked about that in one of our recent episodes. We haven't or not. mentioned it now. Uh, but we we've gotten into it's sort of um of 
a less X-rated version of HBO's Swing, kind of. But, kind of, but it's also a game. But it's still a game. Yeah. It's sort of like like you know, it's um, it's, it's really really hot people, like they're yeah. they're attractive. Yeah. yeah, it's you know all put together in a house. They're to tempt like they're those are the cast, and they're specifically there to tempt people who are in established relationships, considering getting married or otherwise. Yeah, it's sort of Survivor. It's it, you know Survivor. But in that I mean, case, swinging's not an option. Like if you're tempted, quote unquote, then they assume you're well, breaking up. You you brought up the biggest analogy was Big Brother, which I never watched, but you said it's very it's it's it reminds me of Big Brother. So sh- sh- shout out to that. We've I don't even know why I brought that up. Why did that come up? I don't know. But um, I'll go first. So your four choices. I've had this in my mind for a while because we've um, we haven't done this in a while. But it was I'm um, so my four are the Jersey Shore boys. Oh, the Jersey Shore cast. So Mike, the situation, Sorrentino. Is it like now, like present day? Um, yes, okay. it is. It is family vacation. Okay, um, Jersey Shore f- f- family vacation. Um, but it could be Mike post prison, although you you only seen pics yet. We haven't seen yeah. we haven't seen him on the show, but it could be still post prison. Okay. So you so we're gonna say Mike, Vinny, Polly, and Ron. Okay. Well, the the quick one to start is Vinny. He's getting kicked off the island. I really don't like him from a personality <laughs> standpoint. He can he can go. Um, from a Mary standpoint, I think. Um, Polly seems the most down to earth of all of them, and he's also the richest. But I'm not a money hungry person. But I would say Polly is probably my Mary. Um, cabs are here. <laughs> yeah, cabs are here. Um, then I would go with a. Ooh, that's tough. So now I have Ronnie and Mike. The situation. If it was Mike back when he was hopped up on all the drugs, it's probably better than it is now. But okay, we'll say, um, bang Ronnie and blow Mike. Okay. And that's what I'm going with. Okay, and don't judge us, listeners. We still, yes, we watch <laughs> we we watch Jersey Shore. We still watch it, and we love it. We watch <laughs> the original. I don't know. It's hard not to just keep up with the cast. <laughs> that's true. Snooky said she's leaving. So, yep. but we still they already have one more film that they already showed the previews for. So one more season. Um, all right, give okay. me who, so who, who, are, who who's up for me. So yours, um, yours is all Star Wars related. Star Wars. It is. Okay. So so you have Ray. Let me be. Oh shoot. What? I was gonna say before you started going, I was gonna say there's not that much like that gets me going in Star Wars. I'm curious to see, but maybe I'm forgetting somebody. You have so. to go through it. Right, so go. so you have Ray, um, Daisy Ridley from she's from the sequels, basically mm-hmm. the most recent trilogy. You have Leia, but Leia from the original trilogy, not Leia now. Like you can. What do if that. I wanted Leia now? Well, <laughs> you do like your older woman. That's for but sure. No, no. Um, uh, then you have Padme from the prequels. And Vice Admiral Holdo, who's Laura Dern, who's in, um, she's also in the in the sequels. All right, so let me make sure I got. So I she's got, got purple I hair. I have Ray, Ray, Leia, Padme, and Holdo. Holdo, yep. Okay, who's getting the? Yeah, the easiest is to kick. So um, Leia's Leia's going. Leia's out. I'm. I've never been into the slave Leia. A lot of people are like. Well, like, I, it doesn't have to be slave Leia. It could have been any of the well, Leias. That's true. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's when people think about. They're like, like in the geek world. That's what like gets you a lot of people going. Is like. I mean, oh, Carrie slave, Fisher was was good Leia. looking. Oh, she was. She was. I'm not saying she. She just wasn't for me. Like something about she just isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so I'm I'm out. I'm kicking Carrie Fisher out. So. Um, 
even though I'm sure I'd love to fuck her too, but I, I, I guess that's part of the marriage. You get to fuck them a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. Continual so fuck. I, you know, Natalie Portman's pretty hot. I'm going to, you know, um, Padme going to marry Padme. Her, her, um, personality seemed the most down to earth too. Like she seemed pretty normal. Yeah. I liked Padme. Actually. She was a good, she was a good character. Um, not, I'm not a prequel hater. And, um, um, so that leaves Holdo and Ray. To be honest, neither one of them. I mean, I guess I threw Holdo in there because I thought you might find. You know her what? Attractive. I'm I'm revising. I'm I'm bringing Leia back in, and I'm kicking out Ray. <laughs> I'm I'm out on Ray, and um, so that leaves um yeah Ray's out. That leaves Leia and Holdo. Um, um, well, you know I usually go for letting the woman blow me, but I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat out Holdo and. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna fuck Leia. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm Good gonna, choices there. You know, and and I guess you know I'll be cliche. I'll be slave Leia because that's when that's when she's the most attractive. Although I really like her. I think she's pretty. She's um, not as sultry or hot as she is during the slave Leia portion. But I would say she's she's looking decent during Empire Strikes Back. In the I agree. Uh, the um, especially I I like her in her um in oh shoot i'm blanking oh hoth like when like mm-hmm. i don't know her like snow outfit she's yeah. kind of not looking bad so i like her in that outfit so too. but and I'll, I'll i'll eat out hold though she seems a little crazy she's got like the colored hair like purple <laughs> i think it was so yeah i bet she's freaky deaky laura laura dern you know she's not bad she's not she's not bad so those are that's my choice <laughs> all right everybody thanks for listening you can email us your questions your thoughts at swinging around at gmail.com our website is just swinging-around.com and find us on Twitter, and also we are on Patreon. We've got a few different tiers. If you're interested, you can toss a buck or two our way and get some additional content. All right, everyone. Stay sexy and stay swinging. Break.